Our Shab of the Week, Luke Aaron, senior defensive back. And, Luke, you know, one of the things that we always talk about is every year there's some new guys, you know, some new guys that haven't gotten a chance to, to really show what they're all about. And it's funny, in our pregame conversation with Jason Jones, we were talking about there was a time in this world where we didn't know who Lucas Maru was, and there was a time in this program where we didn't know who Leo Lowen was, and, and even Michael Taff was barely a cornerback. You know, he was on the offensive side of the ball. So with you, people know who you are. Adversity has kind of slowed you down in your junior camp pain take us through what it's like to kind of go through some adversity and not get the opportunity but then be in a position to contribute your senior year it's definitely an interesting situation I've been kind of dealing with injuries my whole high school career but I was lucky enough to like sit behind great safeties like Sage Luther Lucas Maru Ford Dickerson Chapel Stewart they really showed me the way and kind of taught me what it meant to be a leader like not necessarily on the field, but off the field. It feels really good to be in a situation where I can contribute more to the team and kind of show off what I can do, just kind of be in a spot to lead others and show them what past years have been about. You know, we've talked to a couple of defensive backs this year, and the and the mindset is exactly the same. You know, a couple of defensive guys, you know, we had Colton Vasek in here a couple of weeks ago, and he said, man, it, it really helps just watching not so much what they do on the football field, uh, winning state championships over the last two years, but watching how they conduct themselves in the huddle, watching themselves on the sidelines, watching the whole person, not just the football player. Has it led to you being a, a better leader, but also a better football player? Yes, sir, for sure. Just having a certain intensity during film, weightlifting, just it kind of carries over to the field, and I help. I think it really helps the younger guys kind of like get their mentality right for game days. The key word there is intensity, bringing a certain amount of intensity to everything you do. For me, I, I know I bring a lot of intensity in interviews. I bring yes, a lot of excitement. I mean, you've heard some yes, of my sir. calls. You know I get pretty pumped up about it. But, you know, I've never thought about bringing intensity into film, bringing intensity into the weight room. Does it change from, from location to location? Because I know there's a lot of intensity mm-hmm. in practice. It definitely changes from location to location. You're not going to be, like, super amped up in the film room unless it's, like, closer to game day. So it's more like just making sure you're focused, locked in. In the weight room, just cheering each other on, just kind of communicating with each other, keeping it, like, light, like upbeat, and making sure we're not dead. Who's the most physical dude in the weight room in, in your defensive back room? I'd probably say Carter Barksdale. He gets after it. Um, Colin Smith. He really gets after in the weight room. He's been making big gains. I like watching him work out. There's a lot of peer inspiration. We hear every week with Coach Dodge or Coach Salazar and even Coach Jones film the next day after a game. Obviously a lot easier when it's a win, but there's a lot of accountability mm-hmm. in film and there's a lot of camaraderie in film because they. it's almost like you guys can't wait to watch all the cool things that you did. We're really excited to see what we can learn from from the game and just kind of see what we did well. A big thing Dodge touches on is making sure that you don't see each other being soft. So we kind of come into the Saturday just making sure like everyone's kind of keeping up with their like their physicality and not slacking off any place. So you were able to stay fairly healthy through spring and it was really the first full spring you had had, you know, since dealing with some of your adversity with injuries and whatnot. And then you get named a captain. Take us through that moment. A guy that doesn't have a whole lot of playing time, a whole lot of experience on the field, but because of your example, your teammates name you a captain. What what did that feel like? It was definitely a surprise. I was thinking maybe some of the more veteran guys would get the spots. I was honestly honored get the opportunity to kind of like be a vocal leader for the team and just like understanding that my teammates trust me really made me feel better about how I play and just kind of leading others, giving me more confidence. I think Pierce Turner said it best last week. He said, it's all about confidence. And and he walked us through a story that, that kind of helped him build confidence. He knew that he had 
the support of his teammates, the support of his coaches. But it wasn't until somebody else noticed his ability and, and he was able to kind of go through some camps. And What are some of the moments that you draw confidence from? Personally, being named a captain was a big one. It kind of got me out of my shell a little more, kind of not necessarily forced me, but kind of encouraged me to really be a leader on the team. Usually I'd be kind of like show by example, but now I have to show, like be a vocal leader too. Instilling confidence in the younger guys. Like Pierce said, I think I remember like a couple years ago, last year being the young guy that was too afraid to call the shots, like didn't trust myself enough. So really just trying to encourage like the younger guys, especially on defense, that to trust themselves and just make decisions on their own. One of the cool things about the defensive backfield at Westlake is that it is a legacy. The legacy is not so much style of play. You know, we're not talking about Legion of Boom or, or DBU. What we're talking about is a way to treat your fellow defensive backs. Sage talked about it. Carter's talked about it. Even Leo's talked about it. When we were young, the older guys made absolutely sure that we knew where to go, where to be, and how to play this position pre-snap. And it just brings that aura of comfort. And now that you're the elder statesman, you're the captain, you're the leader, now your job is to educate guys like Judson Crockett and Denham Collins and and guys that are getting an opportunity to to play earlier in their career. It's got to be a unique feeling to know that, hey, I didn't have this opportunity maybe last year or my junior year, but I do have it now. Take us through your thoughts on that legacy of just being a good coach as a player in the defensive backfield. Someone did it for you, so you kind of feel obligated to do it for others, and you want to do it for others. You want It's a high bar, at, especially in the defensive back room, and the safeties before us really set the tone, not just on the field, but off the field. When I was hurt, I didn't really get a chance to be a leader on the field, so I'd have to kind of lead in the weight room or on the film room where I could participate more. We've talked to people who have been hurt before who have come back from injury. And a lot of people would just say, you know what, maybe I'm just not built for football. Maybe this is my body telling me that, you know, perhaps I shouldn't do this. Or the work ethic you gain coming back from an injury and then playing well, I think that has to be a huge boost of confidence for you. Yes, sir, it is for sure. Um, Being able to have more time in training camp rather than being sitting on the sideline definitely gave me more confidence going into the season, like believing in my ability. Yeah, it definitely teaches you patience sitting down, like being injured, but you also have to learn mentally, like you have to get better on the film room or just getting other body parts stronger rather than just worrying about the one part that doesn't work. What was the hardest part of rehab? Just kind of watching your other guys go, kind of feeling like helpless in a way, necessarily in some situations, even though like you could be there like spiritually, but not physically, really. We talk a lot about the physical culture of Westlake football. The defensive backfield is no stranger to that, and it mirrors some of your coaches. But I'm interested to kind of get your take on what makes this coaching staff, specifically your position coaches, so special. What is it about what they teach you, and, and, and more to the point, how they teach you that makes you a better football player? Their dedication and how much they really care about us and the, like, the program in general. They want every player to succeed, and they will, they will do 100% what they can to make sure that you are getting better every day. They're encouraging. They know how to not really like, keep a player down, and they'll just keep making you look for like, the light at the end of the tunnel, which really helped me during my injuries and other players. Coach Dodge talks about all this in quarterback club and in our interviews. He said, hey, we're going to love you up if you make a mistake, but we're also going to correct you. But it's also up to your team captains, your team leaders to come and pick you up because ultimately it's your team. Does that kind of conversation continue to captain's meetings? When when you're in a captain's meeting, there's eight of you, which is large for mm-hmm. a senior class. But this is a senior class that kind of understands the kind of pressure that is on this program, the kind of spotlight and target, it takes a special group of leaders, the seven of you are seniors, the one junior that's played a ton of football. Mm-hmm. How do those captain's meetings go 
we all kind of communicate to each other, just check in on how we're doing as a leader, like individually, making sure that we're keeping our position group like upbeat and uplifting. And since we do really have a young team this year, our, it's really important for us, especially captains, to just confidence is big for this team. We just got to keep making sure that we keep getting better and that we're not um, taking any steps backwards. I see you talking on the field, and it's one of the joys that I have as a guy that does uh, what I would call communications for a living. I talk for a living, and sometimes when you're dealing with high school kids, sometimes they just don't want to talk. It's not something that they want to do. However, on the football field, it's almost like you have a completely different personality. You know, you'll have quiet guys, but when I watch you go over and you know, smack the helmet of Will Courtney. When I see you go over and, and really pick up and elevate some teammates and congratulate them when they make a play, and even watching you guys go absolutely nuts when the attack team guys got a chance to play in senior night. As a senior, what does that mean to you to kind of sit back and watch those guys who are on the attack team or guys that don't get a chance to play all that much? What is it like for you to kind of see them rewarded with, with good play? Oh, it's just as nice as being on the field, for sure. I love watching the guys that put in just as much work as I do, but maybe not get recognized as much. Seeing them go out there and really have fun and just let loose is one of the best things you can see as a player. What are some of the things that you say to some of those guys? And I know that, that a lot of it we probably can't air, but what's your kind of go-to statement of, of encouragement to your fellow teammates? Play fast and hit hard. That's all I ask of them. I say, you're going to make mistakes. You might not get as much reps during practices, so things might be confusing. Just play fast and hit them as hard as you can. I think you just came up with the title of this podcast, brother. (laughs) Play fast, hit hard. I love it. As we visit with our Shap of the Week, Luke Aaron, goals in this place are unique. We've talked about the goal board. We talk about the team goals. We talk about district championships. We talk about playing on Thanksgiving. But you have personal goals, and I know a lot of it was just to be able to play this year. But what are some of the other personal goals that you have? This is what I want out of this year. This is what I want to see happen. This is what I want to go make happen. For me personally, I really just kind of want to do everything I can. I don't really have specific goals, but I also want to set up the players for next year the best I can, kind of leave an impact on them like Lucas Maru and the other guys did for me, just kind of make sure that when I'm like gone next year that they're not flustered at all and they're ready for the moment. Week to week, it seems like you guys go up against the best wide receivers, the best running backs, the best offensive line. And I've come to the conclusion that practice is probably the biggest confidence booster. But what are some of the things, as you're aware, as a senior, this is, you know, last week was my last senior night. This is the last time I'm going to play Bowie. Even for Coach Dodge is the last time you're going to do something. Does it feel more enjoyable because it was kind of taken away from you there for a while? Do you find yourself really enjoying the daily grind of being a Westlake football player? Yes, sir. I really enjoy just those 5 a.m. practices since I actually get to participate in them now. Coach Josh always says don't get bored with with the process. It's a pattern, and we got to do things right, and we just got to do them 100% or else we will fall back. What's your pregame ritual? What are some of the things that Luke Aaron does to get ready to play? I'm talking a lot. I'm trying to, like, walk around, kind of talk to all the younger guys, making sure they're not kind of in their head all day. I'll listen to some music, but mostly just kind of talking. Here's to playing fast and hitting hard. He's Luke Aaron, our Shap of the Week. Thanks so much for doing this. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.